see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. on CW Legends of Tomorrow Edition on Rain Man Digital. I'm your host, Lauren. I have Bob with me. Hello, hello. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by finding us on Stitcher or iTunes or Spotify. Just search DC on CW, search Rain Man Digital. You'll find us. Uh, And today we're going to be breaking down and discussing Legends of Tomorrow Season 4, Episode 6, Tender is the Nate. I, I, I was happy. I a Nate episode. Yeah, right. We finally get some more Nate. Um, the legends take Nate's dad Hank on a hunt for a Minotaur. Uh, we have some weird news. We have some <laughs> weird, weird news this week. Is there such thing as weird for legends? Oh, I'm gonna outright say yes. In this instance, uh, Legends of Tomorrow season four will feature a Pee Wee Herman cameo. I don't love that. Are you not a peewee guy, or do you think it's just a stretch here? Um, both. Why? I don't know. I like our fun, like, made-up things and, like, cool, real stuff. Why are we bringing peewee Herman into this? I don't like peewee. I've never liked peewee. And I'm all for silly stuff. Bebo was great, but why are we bringing peewee Herman in? What is the point? I hope the legends go to peewee's playhouse. If you're going to do it, go all out. Yeah, I guess. That, that face just said no. <laughs> I don't like Pee Wee Herman. Hi, guys. Like, I just don't, I don't like it. It's too over the top. It's, 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 it tries so hard that it's not funny to me. Whereas, like, Bebo was just silly and, like, I'm good with that. And it's not real. So it's okay to be, like, it's a goof. And it's like, I don't know. It's just like, you don't need Paul Rubens, who's probably 60 at this point, rehashing a oh. character from when I was a kid. And I'm old as fuck. I just I just think it, it tries too hard. You know? I I don't know. That's That's just me, I guess. And he's uh, such a better actor than that. I, f- I feel like he could just do You could do better, man. You could do better. You just want to see Paul Rubens do Paul Rubens stuff now. Do Paul Rubens stuff. Don't do Pee Wee Herman stuff. I don't know. I don't like Pee Wee Herman. I just Uh. see like Ray and Nate just being all excited about it. I I guess. How many I know you are, but what are my jokes are we getting? Oh, come on. (laughs) 
I've never seen you more disappointed than anything in my life. And I hang out with you a lot. <laughs> I just, I, I think honestly, that's what it is. It just, it's so like try hard. And that's what I don't like. And I think he's funny in other stuff. It's just that character that I don't find funny. And it, it's, I'm going to be like, mm, the whole time when, uh, when uh, look, he's on screen. I hope for, it, you know, it does say cameo. It doesn't say like guest starring. I know, but it's going to be an episode and he's going to be like hard in it. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to waste that. Uh, they're not going to bring him on just to waste do all it. these news things for like two seconds. So yeah. Like- Oh, uh, everybody, thank Paul Rubens for uh, flying all the way up to Vancouver. Uh, that was great. Yeah. One take, two seconds. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think he's funny. I think he's a good actor. I think he's a, a great comedy actor. Um, I've just never been a fan. A and Pee-wee fan. I've never been a Pee-wee fan. And I just don't... I don't like the character. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully I'm... Uh, I don't know. Surprised? Abated? Like I, I don't know. Like hopefully it's like not that bad. I hope um, I get a twenty four hour flu and I miss that show. Uh huh. Um. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh. So the other bit of news is the mid season finale synopsis has been revealed, which is the Legends of Tu Meow Meow. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I, 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 that's the only reason I put it in there because. I figured anything with that title. It's going to be so good. (laughs) Whatever it is, it's going to be so good. And I have not read this article beforehand because I want my reaction to be appropriate here and now. So um, this is going to be the last new episode that we see for quite some time. Legends will take a break until April to accommodate some new mid-season shows on the CW schedule and then return to finish out its last episodes just in time for the rest of the DC shows, which have more episodes than legends to wrap up as well. So while the other shows are going to be taking part in Elseworlds, legends will be on its own. Um, It's (laughs) apparently this doesn't feel like they're going to go much smaller than the other shows because it has its own second part of a two part universe hopping free-for-all sort of thing. Um, During a recent visit to the set, series stars Brandon Routh and Katie Lotz tease a little bit of what to expect over the next two weeks. We have a fun episode with puppets in a few episodes, which are really fun. Um, I have a lot of interaction with the puppets, different puppets. We have many different puppets on the show. (laughs) And then also we have a fun alternate reality episode, which will be the one that's the finale before the mid-season break. Not mystical creatures necessarily, but some of the creatures from the past come back and make an appearance in that episode. And we get to be crazy in different versions of ourselves, which is always fun. Um, it's, I, I, I guess Brandon Routh was explaining the two as separate things, but other members of the cast, including Katie Lotz, were describing the episodes as kind of a two-part mid-season finale, uh, with the puppets being one of a number of alternate universe takes on the legends that fans will see between now and the finale for 2018. Um, I've been to the recording studio twice this season, which is hilarious, Lotz said. There's some music-like episodes. Episode 8 was a lot of fun. I wish you guys could just see it now. You see a different version of everyone, like a different version of the legends for a couple different versions. I, words are hard for everyone, I guess, but... Uh, She's talking in circles. Yeah. 
And it's really wild. And seeing a puppet me was pretty cool. Um, I would want to puppet me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the official... I want a puppet made now. (laughs) Sure, you could commission one from someone. Yeah. Um, so then the, I'd hate the way I look. Yeah, of course. You'd be like, oh, look like this that. This look like. Stop it. Um, the official synopsis for the December 10th finale is below. Uh, here it is. It's the right thing to do. After Constantine breaks the cardinal legend rule, you can't change the past. He, along with Charlie and Zari, try to deal with the ramifications without telling the rest of the <laughs> legends. Perfect. Those Even three. though Zari encourages them to just fix the problem, Constantine and Charlie are determined to find another way, but only continue to make things worse. In true legends fashion. Oh, God. Guys, come on. It's perfect. Oh, man, what is he going to do? I don't know. But the three what rebels together. Yeah. I mean, all, all they need is Mick. It's going to be a bad time. All right. Let's take a super quick little break, and then we're going to jump right on into this episode. I'm trying to listen to this guy. He gives a hell of a speech. DC on CW. Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? Catch up on all of our discussions from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just search DC on CW on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. over to other past things in Star Trek. Yeah. What if the Kelvin timeline passed through the original uh, Star Trek like the Mirror Universe? Right. Or the Mirror Universe crosses over into the Kelvin timeline. I mean, another possibility, Dave, is for very, for reasons like this, more stories that can be told. Um, I think Star Trek, with all of the TV shows that already messed up its own continuity, stuff that is canon was just forgotten. Yes. Like the Klingon head, uh, star dates was a huge thing that they just changed whenever they wanted. From movies to the original series to Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, they weren't even consistent. So there's a lot of issues that was created over the past 50 years of Star Trek, and much like Star Wars had to do, yes, I said the, the, the horrible word to all you Star Trek fans, but even what Star Wars did, in retrospect, you know, it was a good thing what they did. Star Trek from the Holodeck, exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Go to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or Patreon.com slash RainmanDigital. End simulation. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. Let's get into this episode. Tender is the Nate, directed by... Dean Cho, uh, direct, written by, words, words, written by Phil Clemmer and Matthew Mala. I got so thrown off by Dean's last name because it looks like Chloe, but there's no L. <laughs> and so, I don't know. Sorry, dude. Um, 
So we've now got uh, a a proper like prison in the time bureau for for weird things and whatever. Okay, so magical prison, magical. great. Hank signed off on all the funding for it. It's all good to go. Here we are, and um, <laughs> now a friendship incubator after uh, Nora breaks the seal there gets all upset at Mona and didn't mean to do it but she did and hey there it is um it was I kind of liked them all being stuck in there together because every weird thing that happens to people like Ava and Nora is so extraordinary to someone like Mona yeah they're like Oh, yeah, well, at least your dad didn't turn you into a demon vessel. And it's like, oh, well, you know, at least you had a childhood. I'm just a clone and everything I know From is a lie. From the future. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Mona's like, you're the coolest ever. Like, <laughs> And what? I was just supposed to be a doctor. <laughs> you're supposed to be a lawyer. Or, oh, yeah, yeah a lawyer. Yeah. Even more boring, I think. I don't know. Uh, the, yeah. I'm I'm on Mona's side here. Like, I get it, dudes. But, I, like, I, also, that's... And they At left. They left them lives. with booze and food. Yeah, uh, yeah. A perfect recipe. You know, it it was a cool little way to get Ava to probably to open up a little bit to Nora, like to believe or see maybe see something that Ray saw in her. Yeah, because she's so just like anti. No, we can't have her on there. She's got to spend her time in jail. And even Nora was just kind of mopey dopey about like. Why am I going to look to the future with this man if I might never get out of here? Right. Yeah. Which is a totally valid point. That's a really, really fair assessment of her situation. Like, I, on the one hand, yeah, you should be hopeful and, and you should try and just, you know, make the best of where you're at. But at the same time, too, what if she never leaves? What if the Time Bureau never lets her go? Um. So she gets that letter from Ray and they're all pushing Nora to read the letter. And like, how did you, did you think at all that Ray would have, would have thought to just stick himself in the letter in the envelope? I was more upset that I didn't realize Ray wasn't around. Uh Uh-huh. Like we saw Nate and Charlie and everybody else running around doing different things. You know, the people on the ship making, you know, minotaur piss or fragrance or whatever the hell you want to you know and like i never once was like where the fuck's ray this whole time and yeah it made perfect sense when he popped out yeah Mm -hmm. how the fuck did i not catch that i don't know (laughs) i have no idea i also didn't i i I had no idea who was going to be in that envelope um sweet little baby angel ray (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just stuck to the ET so just hey guy getting thrown around by them it's funny poor guy <laughs> uh, he's got a big heart and uh he's just getting thrown around it's uh it's legends man they figure out the, the funniest thing to, to do with these characters and I couldn't write anything in this letter, so I needed to see you to make sure you were all right. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like I said, sweet little baby angel, Ray. Yeah. He's just a sweet guy. He's just good. Um, 
I like Nora's character now a lot. Yes, they've done well to write her in a light to where she's learning that she doesn't have to be evil. You know, and she's opening up. She She's a very good actress. And it seems believable, too. It's yeah. not just like, I have to be good and and pure now. I can do no wrong. No, she's just like, listen, I just, I'm, I see now that that wasn't the only option for me. And I'm doing my best to not be sucky. Well, and I think that. Was, and that's great. That's, that's it. That's all I need. Exactly. And, and sitting with Ava for that long and realize like, hey, other people have had fucked up scenarios or situations too. And they've turned out all right. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It was, it was a good use. I, the Mona character is kind of iffy for me. I still don't know if I like her, if I trust her. By the end of it, I liked her a little bit more because I was like, okay, fine. But I don't love her. And I don't find her entirely necessary. Uh-oh. I got pissed off when she pulled out the birthday cake. I was like, how dare you? You don't even know. That was Sarah's birthday cake to give to her girlfriend. Screw you. Is that a birthday cake or a manufactured date? Manufacturing date? <laughs> Processed on. Checked by. <laughs> Quality control checker number five. Yeah. Got to just check her pocket for the receipt to figure Ooh. out when she came out. Does she have a that, little barcode or like a little serial number printed somewhere on her? Yeah. On the bottom of her foot like every action figure. Right, right. Oh, God. The... The whole rest of this episode, like all of that was kind of like a nice vacation away from like the moderate stress of the rest of the episode. I was waiting for Nate's dad to screw up history entirely. I was waiting for for them to have to give him the speech from the very beginning of like, no, 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 wait. So you cannot. Don't touch anything. Don't talk to anybody. Don't you touch Hemingway. Yeah, the. uh it just even the initial tour, I was just like, this is going to go horribly wrong. Okay, I got to talk about this. They talked about all this money that goes into the Wave Rider for food and all this other stuff. I thought Gideon just made that shit. You know, that they went to her and it's like, I need accurate clothes for 191872. And they made the clothes. You know, and then when they were talking about the budget stuff, it was like, why do we need $4.2 million for clothes? Yeah. And I was like, I am I, am I mistaken my legend's history here? Yeah. Gideon, like the Wave Rider always made, made stuff. Clothes. Why do we need $2.3 million in condiments? Okay. I, I, uh, I'm with you. I have no idea. Like, they just, I mean. Unless this is like the White House $1,200 toilet seat. Like, there's no (laughs) such thing as a $1,200 toilet seat. We're using it for something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It could be that. It also could be that the technology is not quite understood and the energy has to come from somewhere. So they have to purchase something else. And they're like, it's just what we do. I, I don't know. Yeah. And why can't they each just have one outfit for one time period? You know what I mean? Like, narrow it down. 
They're just costumes to go to a specific time period. You can wear the same thing. You're going to be fine. Lots of people only had a couple different things to wear. They wore the same shit all the time. You're, <laughs> you're going to be okay. I don't know. Uh, but I'm with you. I, yeah, that I feel like it had to have been like fake expenses because the ship probably runs on something expansive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and, that's, and I bought the, like the, you know, the time drive or whatever the, you know, the major expense was, you know, well, we use it because we blew out the other one. Oh, you guys did. That's right. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that thing that you did where you broke it. Um, yeah. All right. But uh, Hank gets a tour of the Wave Rider. We see Gideon has a little visual upgrade. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. And they talked about it like it was like nice and new and fancy. And I thought she looked weird. She looked like a woman, a very thin woman who had shaved her head and then slathered herself in like petroleum jelly with like an olive oil coat over that. Like she just looked slick and shiny and just like wishy and unnecessarily like. I like the old Gideon better. Did her eyelids seem big? Her eyelids seemed big to me. There was a lot of weirdness going on. The eyelids might have seemed big just because of the lack of eyebrows. Yeah, maybe. Her Her, ears seemed big, too. I don't know. It it wasn't as great of an upgrade. I didn't love it. And and I think, though, the worst thing about it was is that they pointed it out. Yeah. Like, if you just would have said, oh, here's Gideon, Hank, we probably would just blunt up by it. Not like, here's Gideon, Hank. Wow, she looks good since her new upgrade. You're like, wow, you're looking great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I no. Um but the this I had almost forgotten before the beginning of this episode that Charlie and Nate had not seen each other yet. Or really that Nate had not seen Charlie. Yeah. Um so the whole time trying to help them with the tour while avoiding Charlie and blah blah blah, like walking in on Constantine naked doing like yoga or whatever. Rory's just drinking. And then finally, <laughs> he's just lab. like, oh, he hasn't seen the lab yet. Yeah, that's a great idea. Do you think he did intentionally just to have that awkward moment? I don't know. Like, I don't want to miss this shit. So we're going there now. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> he's smarter than anyone gives him credit for. Yeah. But, well, but that's I, not true. People give him credit now. But, but yeah. that's something I would do. I'd be like, yeah, this is going to be interesting that I'm we not going to miss this. haven't seen the lab this. yet. <laughs> Not gonna miss this at all. God. Um, that went actually more comedic and less heartbreaking than I thought it they, would. They played it off well. It was a little sad still because he was just like, She came back. She loves me. <laughs> why, why are you talking like that? No. <laughs> yeah, like what the I, I dig it, but like what's the deal with that accent? <laughs> yeah. There is just so many of those moments. Oh, what's the next thing you're going to tell me is that she's a shapeshifter and shaped it into... Oh, that's exactly what happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just it's, <laughs> it's really complicated and weird. What, was it like this shape-shifting thing and then Constantine did this thing and now she's stuck in this form? And Yeah, that's that's basically it. All right. Huh. <laughs> they, they've been through so much weird stuff and they know each other so well that like... Uh-huh. Yeah, we figured it out. That's it. Like, that's... The, they can predict the weirdest stuff now. 
The other humorous thing that I want to bring up was listening to Matt Ryan be an American. Oh my God. Weasel. <laughs> Ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. It was amazing. Because <laughs> it's probably something like you wonder if those are real, like, uh, things they go through to learn how to do an accent. Totally. You know, they're, they're like, this There's is something I went to acting sounds. class. And these are the sounds you have to make to make you sound like an American. Because it was these just These are the funny. types of sounds you need to practice. Yeah. Yeah. And I just was laughing. It's just like, he just sitting there. I was like, that's pretty good. British people do better American accents than you British accents. Um, and then uh, listening to Maisie, um, Charlie, Amaya, whatever. Uh, listening to her fake a bad American accent. <laughs> yeah. When we know she can do a great one, <laughs> that was gold. Well, the, yeah, that and, and, and the interaction between her, they don't say rubbish, you know, and just correcting her on British words versus American words. They just, again, it, uh, it, it, it was hilarious. It was a fun I agree. I and like Matt Ryan, the inclusion of ranch dressing was just like, oh god, uh, this is too much for me. Yeah, if they do things, and you always wonder, was it written that way or was it just something they did? <laughs> uh, you never know on Legends, honestly, because it was really smart. And it was just again, what forty-five minute, yeah, nothing big. His delivery was real good. And it just, I don't know, bring, brings a smile to the face. All right. Well, on that note, so on to the adventures with uh, Nate and Hank and the legends. Uh, Hank meets his hero, who is Ernest Hemingway, after just kind of trashing, like, ah, Salvador Dali, who cares about him? <laughs> but then, no, okay, artsy-fartsy, cool, but Ernest Hemingway is good. All right, fine. Um... God. It's uh I, I I liked it because it gives that opportunity and I think that's what everybody would want. Like if you want to we always talk about like if you could have the lunch with anybody in history, who would you want to eat with? You know, those always those scenarios that come up. It's like, oh, I would want to eat with Jesus, Michael Jordan, and blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, you always hear those things. And if they got the man in charge of the money somehow magically to his hero. So that should have got him the money right away. Yeah. Yeah, I I really I I liked it. That that should have absolutely been and I and I think it did. I think immediately he was like I'm starting okay, yeah, I'm on board. But he's just like I'm starting to see what the legends are doing. Um He's like I could go in the future and, and <sighs> get the almanac from the future and go back. Yeah. Just start I, busting out everything back to the future. I I got so cringy at a lot of points with with Hank and especially with like Ernest and Hank and how they're just like ah man's man ah, you don't hunt to find out more about the prey you hunt to find out about yourself as a man and how manly you are look how tough and strong let's go get our guns I will take him down because my gun is bigger <laughs> Yeah just Boy, howdy. Uh, All right. Um, 
And just like, let's get into that dick waving contest. Seriously. Like, oh, mine's bigger. Hmm. Phallic things. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they just, that sort of attitude and distraction almost derails the mission as it of course would and the legends know that but hank doesn't have any idea about how to do this because he's just a man's man who wants to do the hunting and ernest hemingway says it's correct and he's a legend and blah 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 fuck that why would we study anything yeah why would we learn we just pull out our guns and boom boom <laughs> stupid libraries oh god yeah it just even down to like Ernest Hemingway not believing that Sarah could possibly handle herself when she could out fight anyone Can there. You, yeah. Do you know what to do with that? She could murder you with her pinky. I still like That's unarmed. Even, yeah. Even though they've been doing it now for four seasons, every time I watch them go back in history and somebody doubts Sarah and her kick ass or do something surprising to them in that that historical period it still just like makes me like chuckle like that's right she's gonna fuck you up yeah every time they start to doubt i'm just like get ready yep it's gonna happen something cool's gonna happen when's she gonna do it she's gonna ninja some shit and i'm glad that that's the reaction we have because we like her so much and because we know she's a badass and not just like oh we get it women can't do anything you know what i mean like it's not it doesn't feel like they're just beating us over the head with women suck um instead it's like oh boy i can't wait for you to be shown up because she's a badass um yeah it's just all of it all of it just a dick waving contest yeah and just the biggest gun is the best one and just i don't know um oh yeah a, a half man half beast thing we can totally just shoot it and take it down definitely don't learn anything about what that could possibly do to us to totally kill us and maim us but whatever um how did you feel about the way the minotaur looked if it was the beast part was very stiff to me a little bit i just it it and i guess me and mike last week talked about some of it when they brought in all the the creatures Mm -hmm. and like the chupacabra and some of those ones just looked like party city get-ups yeah and this one just looked like that same type of thing, though, where it's like, all right, we need a buffalo head to put on this real quick. I don't really know how much more we could have gotten out of that budget, though. It's so hard to construct something like that to begin with. Yeah. Let alone make it expressive or functional in particular ways. Um, I feel like for the CW, all we're going to get is a moving jaw. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get any kind of animatronic guy or yeah. something. So I think I was pretty forgiving about it for, for that. Cause I know how, how difficult that would probably be to make that alone. Like we're not going to spend 40, $50,000 on something that's going to be on screen for five minutes. Yeah. The point of the episode is more like the, the myth and the mystery of the, the Minotaur and like how you should go about handling and, that and learning a background on it somehow. Yeah. Um, learning history of something my, that's fake. My favorite part of this entire episode. Why are you holding a small guitar? It's a lute. <gasps> huh? Did someone say lute? <laughs> uh, I mean, or, or like a liar. Yeah, they're all liars. Like it's... <laughs> I mean, on everything, it was uh, so perfect. The wordplay 
That was my favorite scene in the entire episode. <laughs> so good. So happy. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was it was excellent. And again, the, the timing of it, the delivery of it. And just, uh, again, another nod to Dominic and yeah. the, the Mick character in general. I love that at this point, he's only like big air quotes here for anyone who's not like watching on Twitch, but big air quotes. He's only stupid by way of like not giving a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's only like dumb by way of laziness at this point and like apathy. He's just like, I don't give a shit. I heard loot. So like I was promised loot. Give me loot. I think I have a bit of that. Yeah, liar you are I think I have a bit of that in me. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, Uh a lot of times I just don't care. Yeah. (laughs) And people are like, what's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. It's not that I don't understand. I just don't care. Like, what are we doing? Let's do something. Right. I I mean, I agree. Uh, There's definitely a little bit of that in you. I can see it. Uh, Little bits of it. Yeah. uh. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Uh, I don't don't care to learn. So, but the, the best possible way that this episode could have worked out is exactly how it did. Nate figured it all out. Nate went back. He did his research. He figured out how to take down the Minotaur when they couldn't just pew, pew, kill it. Um... And, like, Hank doesn't want to believe that magic juju and, like, a silly song could put a raging beast to sleep. And, like, that's not going to work. A song and a spell. Come on. And, you know, I I loved watching Hank's hero, Ernest Hemingway, screw everything up. And then Nate has to fix it the actual way that he learned because he went to the library and looked in a book and read some things and learned some stuff about history and researched to figure out the best course of action. Um, He was so cute standing up to him too. <laughs> I'm a grown ass superhero. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they definitely had those moments and you know, it, again, using Constantine uh, and Charlie there, as kind of like side pieces to understand the magical part of it and yeah. explaining what's going on and, you know, explaining it to Nate and using Nate again last week. I think, you know, we saw it with Ray and Constantine using, you know, the technology and the magic to kind of do some things. And this week it was, all right, we have our book guy and the magic guy getting together and learning. And it's those pairings that they keep putting together that are working out. And yeah. it's, you know, we're seeing Constantine become slowly more part of the team. Same with Charlie. Uh, yeah, and more more involved in the struggles yeah. of other people. And not just, okay, I'm working with you, I'm part of a team, but bonding a bit as well. You mm-hmm. know, he's making himself at home in his new room, doing naked yoga, you know, hanging out, uh, literally. <laughs> and uh, and helping other people with their struggles now. So it's it's cool. I'm, I'm liking how they're all fitting together. Yeah. Um, and for Nate to to have all those moments like he did at the end, you know, um, they they sing the song and they put the Minotaur to sleep. And uh, hey, man, Dad, you you really you killed it. You knocked it out of the park. I learned it from you, Nate. Oh, okay, great. Um, Do you think Biff was singing? There's no way he was actually playing. I, like, I don't know. He looked like he was playing guitar for real. Yeah, he might have been. 
And I'm sure it was overdubbed because a lot of times singing in anything is, you know, just like overdubbed with the studio recording of yeah. it. But most actors honestly are trained. You know, they they focus on um, vocal training as well just so that they have that under their belt. That's another That's another skill to add to their resume. So if singing is required, cool, great, I can do it. I'm going to look up. Uh, I, <laughs> I, well, no, I just want to see if he's been on like Broadway or something. This is a lot, you know, that's where you find out that a lot of these guys can actually yeah, yeah, sing and do, like, have actual other skill than being Biff. Yeah. Um, I, I liked for, for Nate, the rest of the stuff that was going on, too. You know, he hangs back for a second and he's like, you know, I need to finish out my stuff at the Time Bureau. They're addressing it. They're not just going like, okay, Nate's still at the Time Bureau and we're not going to talk about it and that's fine. He was like, I love you guys, but you know, I, I belong there for right now. I got to finish that stuff up and we'll see what happens. Um, but he stays for a pizza party. Trying pizza to party out. was cute. Yeah. Are you sad that there looks like Nate's going back to more of a full-time desk job? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I definitely appreciate that the Charlie thing is done. That's wrapped up. You know, there's no... But I know that Nate's going to be a big part of the show still because Maisie Richardson Sellers, whatever order her last names go in. um, I think that's right. Yeah. She was saying that, like, Charlie looking like Amaya is kind of like a catalyst for how their relationship grows and the way that they bond with each other and, and how they grow to... Um, understand each other and learn about each other, you know, despite the fact that she looks like his ex, who he madly loves. So, so Thomas F. Wilson can play the guitar. I haven't listened to this clip on YouTube, <laughs> but he has a guitar and he's singing. There you go. See? So, um, there we go. More talented than we expected. <laughs> all right. So final thoughts on this episode for you. Uh, it, 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 I mean, filler. But advanced storylines. Yeah, isn't that weird? Um, but like 100%, like, we still haven't, we need to get to the Constantine Darkness thing. You know, it's it's been a while since it's been addressed or even brought up. Um, I think so far what I'm more, most disappointed in in Legends isn't like the fact that they're not doing Legends things, but they're not doing Constantine things. Yeah. And I think I hyped it up. All summer, me and you doing the Constantine show that I wanted to come in and Legends to kind of skew more towards the darkness, kind of evil side of things. And they're still staying with the crazy fun. I think, I mean, I know we're going to, I know we're going to see more of that. And I know we're always going to see a lot of the, the fun, kooky campy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we're going to see some more dark stuff too. And I think that this still falls within what Legends usually does. It's like focus, focus, focus on one character or one thing and then take a step back and focus on something else for a second. We just wrapped up Nate's whole like, not storyline, but like his issues. His daddy issues. Yeah. the All of the stuff that was on the table for Nate, you know, weird family stuff, him kind of taking a step back and being away from the legends for a bit and the Amaya, like Charlie junk. We, that's all done. We did it. We're done with Nate now for the time being until he has other things that pop up. 
Um, so that's kind of like, check. All right, we did that. Now let's move on to this. Now let's move on to this. We've gotten the intro to Constantine. We've gotten a teaser. I think I was totally ready for some like non-Constantine stuff for a few episodes. And I feel like we're going to come back really heavy with it in the second part of the season, which is going to kind of suck. But I'm going to wait till April. <laughs> yeah, because it's a way long wait. But I feel like they're going to come back really heavy with the darkness and the Constantine stuff. They're going to tease it right before we go away uh, for like that break. And then when they come back, they're going to really delve into it. Because the main like problem with this season and the main like bad guy, I guess, let's say, um, the main baddie is Constantine stuff. Yeah, and we really haven't seen... So, yeah, so we're going to get teasers again before we go away for that mid-season break. And then when they come back, guarantee you that's going to be the main plot line. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Because I'm kind of missing it. I know. Me too. It's okay. We'll get through it together. We will. All of us. All of us here. We'll hold hands and mm. sing James Taylor songs. Okay. I was like, what are we, what are you going to say we're going to sing? I don't know. Um. All right. Well, I was with- trying to make it relevant to what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> And then I drew a blank. I'm like, what was he singing? Oh, it was a James Taylor song. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for today's DC on CW Legends Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes online. You know our social media stuff. And uh, we'll catch you next time. And hopefully there's more Constantine. We'll see. People want cuddles. 